When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Corey Crenshaw. I'm Richie Suave Flores. And this is Sporty with Corey and Richie Suave. On the Hockey Podcast Network. In a world where social media is king and everyone is an expert in everything, get the facts from your insiders here on Sporty with Corey and Richie Suave. Here are your hosts, Corey Crenshaw and Richie Flores. Welcome back in Sporty Nation. Um, it's nice to be talking to you all. We are recording this pretty late at night because I was busy baking my favorite fall cookies that I bake every year starting last year during COVID, which is a pumpkin chocolate chip cookie. Um, Richie, I think, has had to hear about them so much that he may be salivating so much that he has created his own pool Because he's had to hear about it so many times and I haven't actually brought any to him. And I I will be soon, hopefully on Halloween. So um, to introduce, per the usual, my wonderful and amazing co-host who is starving for some cookies, Richie Suave Flores. That is the truest statement you've ever made in the history of the show, I think. Because number one, you make delicious cookies. I can speak from experience of that. And number two, I haven't had... Yeah, I haven't had them in a while, so I'm excited to try it for re- try them for real for the 2021 year coming up on on Sunday. You even like you're even making a special batch for us. I love it. Yeah, it's because the ones I'm making today are on Wednesday, and like I'm making them on Wednesday. I'm not gonna see you till Sunday. That's just not fresh cookies, you know. Mm-mm. You need some fresh ones. They're not fresh, but trust me, if you give me a cookie, it's like, you remember the book, If You Give a Mouse a Cookie? <laughs> yes, I do. That yeah. um, Those were great. You also, if you give a pig a pancake, if you give a moose a muffin, they had a bunch of them. Yeah, so yeah. I think in this case, if you give Richie a, uh, give Richie a cookie, he'll eat it. Doesn't matter what it is. I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. So yeah, no, we're gonna that's... need some we're gonna need some sustenance on Sunday for while we're wandering the streets of wherever we end up with uh with Iz in tow. And so we might as well bring some cookies with us. Yeah. Not to make us even funnier walking around with this child, just like munching down on some cookies. Yes. And the great thing about it is I think we're gonna have um, we're gonna have plenty of pockets, which is great, um, thanks to Jordan's vest for her Yelena costume. Perfect place to put some cookies. <laughs> yes. See, and that's what she says in the movie. She's like, uh, "There's all these pockets, so you can use them for so many different things," and that's why it was such a cool vest. So it's going to be perfect. I, I have a couple pockets, I think, in my costume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have I have a few different pockets. Maybe 
I don't need to carry my blaster. Maybe what I use to hold my blaster will be used for cookie holding. I'll just put like tie a bag to me. I love that. That's so good. Have we a, do cookies on one side and then I'll do alcohol on the other. Everything you need. Perfect. That That is the plan right there. That is the plan if I've ever heard one. Especially because we're going to be making some type of fun cocktail. You sent me um, you sent me a list of them today. I, um, I wasn't feeling the greatest earlier today. Um, don't worry. I'm not sick, people. I just um, decided to play pickleball out in the wonderful Arizona wind where my allergies hate me whenever it starts getting cold because it my body's so used to hot. When cold hits, my body just doesn't understand. It happens same time every single year and my sinuses are like, what is wrong with you? And I will have a sinus headache for the next week. But um, so I didn't get to go through all of them quite yet, but I will go through all of them and see what our special holiday edition of Sporty Spirits is. I'm so excited about this. I don't think I've been excited like this um, about something we've done since the first Sporty Spirits. This is super exciting for me. Yeah, we ne- we've never done a themed episode of it before, so it should be good. Now, here's the question. Should we do it in costume or not? Oh, we could. I mean, you wouldn't see. Mine's just going to look like I'm wearing a leather jacket, probably, because you can't really get the full effect of Star-Lord. But I, I think that's not a bad idea. That's a pretty solid idea, honestly. Yeah, and then I could uh, I could sweat my butt off while wearing my um, Red Guardian costume. The question is, do you wear the mask or do you not wear the mask? Okay, this is a great question. Now, I've bandied this topic about here to myself, and I think I've come to the conclusion that I'm going to wear the mask for pictures. However, I'm not going to wear it full time because I can't see in the thing because I can't fit my glasses to fit with the eye holes on the mask. But then you could be blind making us cocktails. That would be entertainment in itself. <laughs> oh my, can you imagine? It's like the recipe calls for like an ounce and a half of vodka and here I am just pouring the entire bottle in there. <laughs> yeah, maybe we have a lot of vodka. You're supposed to be a Russian version of Captain America. He mm-hmm. would like a lot of vodka. Yes, exactly. Yes. So there you go. <laughs> you know, this is, this is saying that maybe I almost feel like we need to do a vodka one now that you and um, Jordan's costumes um, are, are both Russian. I don't think any of the rest of us are. I mean, the rest of us are, are pretty uniquely American, I guess, because I'm going to be Star-Lord and then... Um, the rest of the gang, I will just call them, um, Chris, Kat, and Izzy will be, um, versions of Spider-Man from the Spider-Verse. So, oh, wait, no, no, no. Kat is going to be Venom. That's right. She changed that. But then what is Chris? Do we know? Uh, I, I think 
he's gonna be he was gonna be like spider-man noir at one point but i don't know if that was the case if that has changed i don't know i think it's gonna be a surprise at this point to be honest we see we've had ours planned for months now it was like this is what it was given mine was planned kind of for me because my coworker loves making um costumes by hand and he has gone ham into this costume of um of Groot and he's li- literally like making by hand the entire thing the details all of it he even t- cut out some styrofoam and put a shoe in it and then that's like what he's putting on is his shoes so he's taller instead of putting on like stilts or anything he's putting his shoes and shoes in that to make him taller and he's gonna be seven something feet tall and so i'm i was like okay if you're gonna go that all out for it i have to do something i started going through all the rest of the people on guardians of the galaxy um gamora i wasn't going to paint myself green um her sister i wasn't gonna paint myself blue so i had like thought about it for a while and I kind of just said fuck it to genders and decided to be Star-Lord myself because I just wanted to have that vibe throughout the entire day and um, I instead of doing the normal headphones I did Bluetooth headphones so I can just be blaring music out of them the entire day I feel like it gives me an excuse <laughs> hmm Mid drink of water there. Sorry, Sporty Nation. Jesus. Um, yes, that is a genius idea. And if you want to really fit the mood of the costume, you can play the Awesome Mix Volume 1 and Awesome Mix Volume 2. That's what I'll be doing. So, I mean, like, I can blare music um, everywhere I go because that's basically what he does. And I'm just going to be doing those mixes throughout the entire day. I have... Um, an iPhone case that's going to be on my work phone um, when I'm at work and then on my regular phone for Halloween. And it's just going to play. Um, it, it's basically just going to be playing that the entire time. And then it'll just be a ton of fun for me because I just enjoy listening to music and it gives me excuse and people can't tell me no. So, but I may be changing my costume. I haven't decided to if I'm going to or not because on Saturday I have a housewarming party and for a friend of ours and um Scotty has decided that he's going to uh, repurpose one of my old costumes and go as Rick from Rick and Morty I am throwing around the idea of dressing up as summer but I'm not sure Well, the good thing about doing summer is I feel like that would be pretty easy. It's so easy, but I was like, do I want to be Star-Lord for three days in a row? I would get the use out of the costume, yes. but do I want to be it three days in a row? That's a great question. I, I don't know if that is... Uh, if it were me, I'd probably get tired of wearing the same costume three days in a row. That's for sure. <laughs> that's how I'm kind of Even- feeling. I'm thinking maybe I should just do summer for a night. Yeah, all you need is like what? Like a red red shirt, basically, and then you're good. Yeah, well, that's what I looked up. I think it's a pink shirt, 
Um, white pants, black shoes, if I remember correctly. Rick. Oh, Rick and Morty. Yeah, pink shirt. Um, white pants, black shoes, hair in a ponytail, and I'm Summer. Perfect. Super easy. So I was thinking I, I may switch that up and do that um, on Saturday just so just to make it a little bit different. But I will for sure post a um, photo of my Star-Lord one and probably I'll post one with my coworker just so you can see his insane costume that he's been working on for months. I, he does all sorts of crazy ones and just goes... He's the person that you hate every Halloween contest, uh, costume contest, because he goes so dedicated into it that even if you gave, you know, 70% to your um, costume, he gave 150% and he just sweeps the floor with everyone every time. That, uh, yeah, that that's that's hard to top for sure. That's really hard to tell. By the way, I was looking at Rick and Morty costumes here, and uh, there's a Mr. Meeseeks costume. <laughs> what? Now that would be a costume. <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if you'd be able to run to like a one of the Halloween stores here, um, Spirit Halloween, and find one. But man, how fun would that be? I feel like. It said it's all like one thing. It'd be kind of annoying to wear for a night, but it'd still be really funny. They have them in onesies, like a like a more comfy version. It's a onesie. They have a yes. teen boy. They have a teen boys one. Can I fit in teen boys? <laughs> and then uh. I can just be comfy into Mister Meeseeks. I can ask people. Well, I'm a stickler, Meeseeks. What about your short game? <laughs> That's one of my favorite lines in the history of the show. Me asking people all night that. <laughs> That's too funny. But yeah, this is... Hi, I'm Mr. Meeseeks. Look at me. <laughs> Just annoy the shit out of everyone I see. Just for fun. Yes, yes. You'll have to update the sport nation on what you decide to go with. Yeah, I will. I'll definitely keep everyone informed that the look of the ones that are basically like onesie pajamas are looking very appealing right now. And I'm kind of leaning towards that. Um, there is one that you can do that you can make. <laughs> But it involves wearing an entire blue um, blue bodysuit, and I just don't think I'm I'm dedicated enough for that. Yeah, no, that doesn't sound fun at all. Yeah, so we'll see. I mean, there's a lot of things. There's got to be a Pickle Rick one out there, too. He could be Rick and I could be Pickle Rick. There's so many options. Yes. In the Rick and Morty universe, there's a lot of characters to go around. Oh, what about Mr. Nimbus? <laughs> mm, oh, oh, my God. Can you imagine? No, if I did that, I would have to be near you. Do you realize I would have to be near you? Because I can't go around the entire night and not be like, 
and not say like because he calls Rick Richard the entire time. So yes. I would be having to, to walk around and not tell someone, "Hello, Richard, you look like ass." <laughs> I just Where's your wine, boy, Richard? I thirst. I just looked it up, and I don't see uh, any Mr. Nimbus costumes, unfortunately. You could probably make one. It's very, like, Aquaman-esque. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it also involves not wearing a whole like, lot of clothes. So. <laughs> that is true. That is also a really good point. Um, he does not wear a lot of clothes. So... That that would also be the, the challenge of that one. And like I said, if you aren't going to the um, housewarming, it just wouldn't be as much fun because I couldn't say those things to you and no one else right. is named Richard, so <laughs> fail. Right. <laughs> All right, Spory Nation. Before we get into some Coyotes talk here, uh, we want to tell you about DraftKings, of course. Promo code THPN, DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, the DraftKings Sportsbook wants to give you $200 in free bets, and all you got to do is just bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game, and if they do, you take home $200 in free bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use the promo code THPN. Bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game, and you win $200 in free bets. If they win, you win with promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. An official sports betting partner of the NFL must be 21 or older in New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania. Only new customers, only minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you were listening to the show last week, I... I told you to bet on the Cardinals to beat the Texans, and they did, and they covered the spread. So I hope you were listening to me last week when I told you to do that. Uh, my best bet for this weekend coming up here um, is if you're wanting to bet for to get some money via DraftKings, if you haven't signed up yet, I'd take a look at betting the Rams on with the point spread. I believe last time I checked, it was minus. They were minus fourteen and a half against the Texans. And I, I I would be willing to bet that. Now, the Rams did not cover 15 points at home against Detroit, but that game was fucked from the beginning. They would have covered that game if the Lions didn't cheat in the first six minutes of the game. But I, I digress about that. However, I think they beat the Texans by well over two touchdowns in that game. So if you're betting, betting this weekend, bet against the Texans. Take the Rams. Minus 14 and a half. And... For that matter, also, another good bet that you might want to place, although this might piss off Coyotes fans, and this is a nice transition here, Corey, into what we want what we want to talk about, which is all the injuries on the Coyotes roster. They're taking on the Tampa Bay Lightning in Tampa, and they're going to be missing a lot of guys from the lineup, a lot of call-ups because of injury. If you're a betting person, the Coyotes this year, if you're looking at the puck line, which is normally one and a half either way, the Coyotes this season are averaging getting outscored by over three goals per game. So that leads me to conclude that betting the Lightning minus one and a half on the puck line on Thursday night is a good bet, unfortunately for Coyotes fans. Yeah, I mean, we we addressed in the last episode that winning was not part of the plan 
and that we basically just need to find other things that will bring us enjoyment throughout the season outside of winning. Um, that is part of the reason why I brought up the sporty question this morning, um, because I feel like you have to find the little things that bring you enjoyment. And part of it this season was the Kachina. And so, and I sit next to my wonderful Kachina rug that my fiance got me right after we got engaged, um, that a friend of ours, Josh made for us. And it makes me happy every morning just to see the the Kachina there on the floor because it feels a little extra special now that they've moved to full Kachina now. And um, it's my kind of thing that keeps me connected to the Coyotes every morning. And uh, we got a lot of replies to a lot of cool stuff from people and the replies today, I thought. Yeah, that was – there was – the coolest, though, was, is that being knitted? Is that, like, a blanket or a scarf or something that's being knitted that has the Kachina on it? Yes. Yes. I even asked, I even asked, uh, you're talking about at serenade underscore AZ. Cheryl, she sent us a picture of an entire blanket that she made herself. And she said um, it took a couple of months. The Focacina one is going more slowly because there's a lot of more black yarn, which is hard to work with. So, but it looks really cool. We retweeted it on our in, on our Twitter page at Corey uh, at Corey underscore Richie Show. If you want to take a look at uh, at this really awesome blanket that uh, Cheryl made. Yeah, it just there was a lot of cool stuff in general. I'm glad that I asked this. Multiple people had hats. AZ Sports Guy had a hat. Um, uh, Dev Yote 97 had a hat as well that had Wiley Coyote on it. There's just some cool Kachina stuff. And I knew that there was going to be some throwback stuff to it because of the fact that, you know, some, of the, some people have the original go around with the Kachina. And so it was nice to see some of that. Someone had a program. They were a Devils fan and had come to the West Coast and still had their program. Um, and it was a Phoenix Coyotes one. And that was kind of <laughs> funny to hear that again. And then, you know, our own Catherine Silverman in normal style of supporting the Coyotes had her darling daughter Isabel in a Kachina's um jacket which is the um girls hockey team and um which is just awesome to see her wearing that it's the cutest little picture ever she quote tweeted our tweet there and we had retweeted her on ours so it was um it was really cool i felt like it was something that brought us all a little bit closer together i didn't include on mine but it is still one of my favorites i have some coasters in my house that are coyotes themed and the um kachina one is my absolute favorite you know i was thinking about this today and because they haven't had kachina in so long i don't really have a whole heck of a lot of kachina stuff um i would like to mention and and shout out this and cat wanted me to remind everybody about this that that sweater that is is wearing in that picture 
you can get on the Arizona Kachina's website. If you go on their website, they have a, a link kind of if you scroll down a little bit to their store. And they have a bunch of really cool shirts, long sleeves, hoodies, jackets, you name it, with the Arizona Kachina's logo on it. And uh, it looks really cool. And a lot of the proceeds for that obviously go towards the Kachinas and the uh, girls hockey program. And everybody in the sporting nation knows by now that Corey and I are big supporters of uh, girls and women's hockey here in the state. So just a shout out to the Arizona Kachinas there. If you want to go buy the sweater that is, was perfectly modeling off in that picture that Kat tweeted out earlier today. Now, I will, like I said, I don't have a whole lot of Kachina stuff lying around because um, they really weren't Kachina for most of the time. I've been an actual, a really paying attention fan of the team. I do have a couple of hats that I like with the Kachina logo. I bought the reverse retro, um, uh, like lizard hat last year, which is really cool. So I don't know if that particularly counts or not because it doesn't actually have the Kachina on it, but. I think Wiley Coyote one didn't either, but it was it was themed back from the era. So yeah, was, yes, yes, yes. So that's probably my favorite piece of Kachina merchandise is that hat, and I also have uh, a branded Bills cap, which is uh, got the Kachina within this actual state outline of Arizona, and that one's also pretty cool too. I love everything with, am I really basic for really enjoying anything that has the Arizona outline around it with something cool on the inside? It, it might just me be being a homer and just seeing the state of Arizona just makes me feel happy and at home maybe is what it is. But I just love any of that stuff that has that outline on it with stuff inside of it. State 48, like, props to you guys, because that's basically what they made an entire clothing company off of. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I kind of agree with you, though. I think it's just the, the state of Arizona looks cool. For, it, for all it's different. different. Yeah, because most of the other ones are all, like, squares and kind of stuff like that. But Arizona has a different shape to it, and I think it's cool. Yeah, no, I think it's awesome. And that's what... um Probably the only other state that's like really useful in a lot of ways is um, California because it has a solid just lined curve to it. So they can they can move it around and use it in a bunch of different ways, but they can't put anything really inside of it. Arizona is big enough that you can put something inside of it, but it's not boring enough that it's like um wyoming you know montana oh montana (laughs) just a straight up ass square i'm trying to think of one that seems as fun as arizona does the only the the closest thing to it is texas yeah yeah i guess you're right that one is pretty big but then it's also got the the random top part of it that's just uh, like a tiny squared off area of it, you know? That's just kind of what's that doing there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that's because if you look at like a lot of Texas stuff, they love they love to put this, the shape of Texas in it. Like that's their thing there in that in the state of Texas, I feel like. People who are from or live in Texas love 
Texas. That is their thing. That is like their favorite thing in the fucking world is is the state of Texas. And I feel like I'm trying to think of any other place that, you know, because some people like the area, the city, you know, New York people love New York, but they it's not the whole state of New York always. A lot of times it's New York, New York. Um, you know, you have people who like some of the suburbs outside of that, but it's not usually the whole thing. It's just New York, New York or Boston, not fully Massachusetts a lot of the times. The only other state that I can think loves themselves other than California that loves themselves as much as Texas is Florida. And I and it's probably because so much weird shit happens in Florida only Floridians can love Florida that much. <laughs> I think I I can tend to agree with that there for the most part. Um, uh, one little last bit of Coyote's news before we uh, wrap up the show is, uh, of course, all the injuries, like I just previously mentioned, uh, Carter Hutton, gone, two to four weeks with a lower body injury. Connor Timmons, gone, eight to 12 weeks with a lower body injury. Ryan Zingle, uh, gone uh, for a game uh, uh, with an upper body injury. So they're going to be missing a lot of people. And they uh, called up Ivan Prosvitov, who we talked about in a recent episode, um, who we didn't really want to see at the NHL level, but because of injuries, not all that surprising that he got called up. And also defenseman Cam Deneen and forward Barrett Heaton are also going to uh, come in and fill some of the roster spots of the missing and injured players. So um, uh, I'm curious to see how Barrett Hayton performs on this roster. I think that's what I'm the most interested from here is this is your last last chance, dude. Like you got to showcase something to this coaching staff and to Bill Armstrong that you want to be a part of this rebuild moving forward as a key piece of the Chica era. Barrett Hayton has got to find a way to prove himself at the NHL level. And this will be his chance here early on because of injury. Well, and that's, it's so funny because we always go back to the point of, we didn't understand why he chose Barrett Hayton when he did in the first place. And the only thing that could have came out of it, you know, obviously he uses a lot of stats and thoughts statistically. It made sense. But he went about it saying that it's because he's a center and that he has a lot of potential. We haven't seen an ounce of that potential that he claimed he had. So I would really like to see if anything will come from him. And if not, I will say this here and now, that is the nail in the coffin of a horrible tenure that um, Chica had here at the Coyotes because nothing will have panned out. Nothing. Yeah, I don't disagree with you there. That entire tenure would have been for naught. His legacy, outside of Jacob Chikrin, which was a John Chica move, probably the best thing that John Chica did, Jacob Chikrin. But outside of that, not a whole heck of a lot to speak of. 
And that's not a good thing for a guy who we still have no idea where in the world he is. Haven't heard from him in over a year. However, last thing we talked about. Where in the world is John Chica? Yeah. Last thing we heard from him is that his suspension is going to be over at the end of 2021. That's right. I believe that's the last thing we, we heard. Yeah, he's probably rightfully laying low until his suspension is up in January because of the fact we brought it up a, a few podcasts ago, um, kind of putting everyone's attention to it once again because everyone wasn't paying attention to it previously. We, we'd even forgotten about it for quite a while. So we brought it back up to kind of give everyone a moment of, oh, by the way, this is ending, but... If I was him, and it's probably what he's doing, it's he's laying low and not letting people know of his existence because once January hits, he could probably slide into something, especially in the NHL. We know the NHL is a very forgiving place. Um, He could slide into somewhere and try and stay under the radar because everyone forgot he was on suspension and that he is now going to be off as of the new year. So 2022 should be interesting on that front. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm, I think a lot of Coyotes fans are, are kind of interested to see where, where that happens with him. But um, anyway, yeah, Coyotes uh, continue their road trip against the Tampa Bay lightning. You can watch that game on Bally sports, Arizona. If you're listening to us on Thursday, if you have Bally sports, Arizona, good for you. I sure as shit don't. So I can't watch games. Cool stuff. Thanks again, Sinclair. Fuck you. So for not letting me be able to watch Coyotes games or Suns games for that matter. Ridiculous, stupid, corporate. But the question is, will we be able to see games in the new arena? And you had said you had sent me an article that talked about, um, you know, what they were talking about earlier, where the clearance is of the planes over the buildings and whether they would be able to actually build what they wanted to build and make it work with the airport. And it had been said, according to that article, that was about 460 feet above those buildings that they will, that the planes will be flying. And it's funny because they were having um, a meeting where they were talking about it. And I'm really glad this got brought up. Um, so they, they had mentioned that the, you know, how far they're going to be away arriving and departing because it's all on the same side. Um, they can't go the other way because of mountains and, and so on and so forth. Um, and it got brought up about San Diego's airport. And that was actually a conversation I had been having with, with someone in, in the know-how and they said, think about how close you land in the San Diego airport to all of the buildings that are surrounding it. You basically are going through the city and then you just plop on to that, um, plop, plop onto the runway. So um, a board member, Andrew Cohn, had asked and said, contextually, San Diego's airport, Little Italy, how close are those planes to those buildings? I believe they are around 200 feet, but I can get you an exact number, Feld said. And then it was brought up, too, that there are um, other um, other airports that had stadiums on their runway approach, which was in San Jose, Los Angeles, and um, for in California and LaGuardia in New York. 
So I feel like there's a lot of holes that are being poked in this storyline of we can't put it there because of how close it is to the airport. Yeah, you know, I don't know what the, why Sky Harbor is so intent seemingly on not making this happen. Remember, they were the ones who bitched about the possible Cardinal Stadium being built in in around the airport-ish area many, many years ago. And that ended up, obviously the Cardinals ended up here in Glendale. But yeah, I don't know how this is going to wind up, but it seems ridiculous to call out the 400 feet when we know damn well that many other airports around the country have the same exact thing happen. Like I saw somebody else on Twitter bring up Los Angeles, even LAX, right? You're flying right over some buildings. And so I just don't see this being much of a problem unless for whatever reason, the FAA steps in and the Fed step in and say, you can't do this. But I don't know how much power Sky Harbor has unless they lobby. They have a lot of lobbying power, obviously, within, in and amongst a lot of cities, obviously. So that wouldn't surprise me. But I, yeah, I don't understand where Sky Harbor is coming up from here and why they seem so intent on not making this happen. Yeah, and and it, the interesting too uh, about all of this, honestly, is the fact that no one was invited or even notified from the Coyotes that um, they were going to be doing this and talking about this. Um, and they had said to um, there's a Republic, our group was not made aware nor invited by any airport officials to attend yesterday's airport advisory council meeting. Just as we reached out and voluntarily presented to the chief executive of the airport and his senior staff, we would welcome and will be requesting an opportunity to present our proposal to the airport advisory council. We greatly look forward to that conversation and to having the opportunity to address any concerns about our proposed project. So the Coyotes are trying to work with them. It's just whether they want to, you know, they brought up the fact, um, Feld had also said, um, the thing that continued to be a problem for the airport and aircraft were the various building materials, the glare, the lighting, the way navigator equipment kind of would bounce off those surfaces. So it's not as easy to say, well, tell us your height. And as long as you keep it under that, we should be okay. Which I totally get that they're they're talking about, you know, in those other cities, they had to deal with that situation. And, um, and, and by the way, I never explained who Jordan Feld is. He is the Deputy Aviation Director of Planning and Environment. Um, and, but those are all things you can work around. So say you have problems with, um, an exterior of the arena and you think it will reflect too much, then they can make those changes. Everything now is just a, a possibility of what it could look like and what they want. Just like any other negotiation, you can go into a negotiation and say, these are the things that will be a safety issue for our planes. This is what you can and can't do. And then they can say, this is what we want. This, these are the things we won't budge on. 
and see where they can find a nice middle ground on because there is a place that is is possible to be made where yes they can have this arena be built and set up there but also be safe for plans to land so and take off so i really think this only becomes a problem if they want to make it a problem yeah i i agree and i have a feeling that this entire situation is is inherently political because you're dealing with the city council and you're dealing with public money um, at some point, seemingly. Um, hopefully not, fingers crossed, but you're dealing with um, repurposing public lands and, and whatnot. And once you get there, it's inherently political. So I think we're going to, this isn't the first time we're going to get some back and forth on this. And hopefully, again, as was first reported, we might get some more information as as we get closer to the end of the year um, in terms of actually getting the full analysis kind of put out because right now it's everything's behind closed doors at the moment, but at some point the public will get to see this and uh, that's when things will kind of enter the next stage of the, the negotiations. So um, before we go, Corey, I did want to mention one other thing here, which um, I think is very important. I don't want to dive too deep into it because we're running out of time here and there are a lot of other people who, can speak a lot better about this than I can. So I'm just going to say this. I'm going to say, if you haven't done it already, seek out the interview that Rick Westhead did with Kyle Beach, who is the former Chicago Blackhawks player who conducted his first public interview and revealed himself to be the victim of sexual abuse from a former Blackhawks employee all the way back in 2010 and this is this scandal has really exploded over the last 48 hours or so and it's going to continue to get worse and worse the NHL looks bad in this situation the Blackhawks look terrible the NHL PA got named by Kyle Beach himself Donald Fear got called out by him but do yourself a favor and go watch this interview that Rick West had dead with Kyle Beach. It will break your heart into a million pieces because when you're listening to Kyle speak and the interview is about 26 minutes long, it's really tough to watch in parts. But it there you watch it and you, and you say to yourself, what the fuck were the Blackhawks doing? Why hasn't the NHL done more? Why aren't there more punishments here? Why do people still have jobs? Why why are Jonathan Taze and Patrick Kane getting off so lightly in this situation? Go watch the interview. That's my PSA here. And decide for yourself. Because after you watch that interview, I hope this is not the last we hear of from Kyle Beach from and about this situation. Because there are a lot of heads that need to roll in this situation. It will make you very, very angry. That was beautifully said, Richie. And and yeah, I think it's always great in the end to have a, in those situations, to be someone to have a platform and be able to get your message out. But also, I, I think it's extremely brave to get out there and say your piece to something because 
it is not something that's easy and especially something that has caused you um, significant mental harm to be able to have the strength to do something like that is, is beautiful in its own right. Yeah. So uh, we tweeted out the link at Corey underscore Richie show on Wednesday and we'll do it again if you want to watch it. Um, and if you're a hockey fan um, and you're listening to the show and you haven't watched it, go watch it. It's well worth your time. Um, and uh, with that, Corey, Oh, before we go, one last thing, thread Watts. Yes. Um, use code sporty S P O R T Y. almost forgot how to spell sporty for a second there. Um, been a long day, but go and get your thread wallets. Um, it just, I was talking to my mom about it today. So useful. I can just keep all of my shit together and they have so many cool different, um, designs and colors of everything. Uh, we, I got a iPhone, iPhone, an iPod case, Jesus Christ, AirPod case, what is going on with me today? I am losing my mind, people. I got an AirPod case for it. Richie was trying to get one today. They're sold out for his new, brand new pros that he's just got. So they have so much great stuff that you've got to go and check out. Use code SPORTY. And we also have one more affiliate that we have in the works. The code is not official yet, so I can't tell you guys that just yet. Um, but once it is official, we will bring that to you so we can bring more discounts to the Sporty Nation because our Sporty Nation is the absolute best and our entire goal is to get you guys nice, solid discounts on things heading into, um, the holidays because yeah, who likes to pay full price for anything? I don't. (laughs) That's a good idea. Thank you, Threadwallets, for making sure I did not lose my key fob when going to the movies on Wednesday night. Because the last time I went to the movies, it did not go. So, or at least went to the movies by myself. It did not go very well. So, Threadwallets, I hooked my keychain onto my belt, did not lose my keys, thankfully. Hallelujah. And with that, on a positive note, we're going to say good night and good hockey. And you just said hallelujah. <laughs>